What is going on, everybody? We are back for episode four, part two of It's Game Time. We have a very special guest for this episode. I know I put out a question on our Instagram stories asking, who do you guys think this guest is going to be? I put a picture blurred out of his face and a couple people sent in their answers. A couple people got it right. But it's my privilege to now introduce our guest, Josh. Josh, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. You want to just give our viewers a little bit about yourself before we get started? Uh, sure. So I go to University of Tampa with um, Jet and Eric. I'm originally from New York, so I sadly like all New York sports. <laughs> um, and I guess we'll be talking about that a bit today. But yeah, I'm excited to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah, no, I know Eric is very excited to have you. I am as well. Oh, yeah. So, I've been uh, waiting let's all get week. started on our question of the day that I have that I like to start our podcast off. So we've seen many players as of late request to be traded, including Aaron Rodgers of the Packers, Deshaun Watson of the Texans, and now Julio Jones of the Falcons. Josh, this question is going to go to you first. Is there something that needs to be done to prevent this? Is it a good or bad thing for the NFL? Um, so I don't think it's a bad thing for the NFL. Um, I actually think it's good because I think these stars deserve to be treated better by their teams. Um, but I also understand the aspect like you got to work to get to the top. You can't just be traded or it'll become NBA super teams, but in the NFL, which would be terrible. But people like Aaron Rodgers and Julio Jones, nah, I guess Deshaun Watson, too. But um, when you look at Rodgers, he's taken them to the playoffs just about every year now since he's been on the Packers. Um, about so yeah I believe so and yeah he might not go too far in the playoffs that might be his kryptonite but he's been a solid QB one of the best that we've seen like in our time when it comes to quarterbacks in the NFL um, and if he thinks the Packers aren't treating him right I think he has the right to say I'm gonna I want to find a better team that'll give me what I deserve and then my biggest person is Julio. He deserves a better team. I, you guys know I hate Matt Ryan. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just don't think, like, they've given, they've put some, like, other tools on the team. Like, um, Ridley is a solid receiver. Yes. Um, then they have uh, Freeman at running back, right? They, but, added, they actually added Mike Davis. True, true. I saw that, yes. which that'll be solid because um, Freeman's kind of washed up now. Um, but I don't know. I feel Julio should have had a ring by now, especially with they've always had a pretty solid offense between Matt Ryan. Even though I'm not a huge fan of him, he is a good quarterback. And when you have a receiver like Julio, like it works out. But I don't know. I just think Julio deserves better. Obviously, we all can agree that this is very much of a status thing. Some of the lesser known players in the NFL would not have the opportunity to say, hey, I want to get traded and this is where I want to go. But Eric, the same question to you. Do you think this needs to be prevented and do you think it's good or bad for the NFL? I mean, personally, I don't have a problem with it uh, because it is it's always been said to the players that this is a business. So why can't it go the same way around for the organizations? Players like Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson, we're forgetting about him. I mean, uh, and if you want to go NBA example, uh, James Harden, uh, 
they don't want to be a part of an organization that they are a part of at the moment. And I fully support them wanting to get traded. Uh, the thing I don't understand is that they're suggesting or making a list of uh, potential teams they would like to be traded for. Uh, that's the organization to decide unless they do have a no trade clause in their contract, then they don't, they, they can't be putting out teams. Like let's say Julio is putting out teams like, Oh, I want to go to the, I want to be traded to the chiefs. You, you can't be asking for that. I don't know if he has a no trade clause, but that's not really up to you. Uh, but I, the, another thing I support players leveraging for a trade because I am all for player mobility. 10 years ago, in, especially in the NFL, we hardly, hardly saw any QBs change teams unless they were way past their prime. I mean, an example is now Tom Brady's in Tampa, and we finally get to see a whole other side of him that makes him a lot more likable to a lot more people. Some people hate seeing the super teams like in the NBA, but for me personally, I think of it as a way to see some all-time great talent play together and see how great they can become together. Uh, I I mean, I don't I don't see who wouldn't want to see Giannis with the Warriors or maybe with the Trailblazers rather than th- him just being stuck with the Bucks in Milwaukee. I mean, that's not a very like marketable town anyways. It brings a lot more eyes to the TV screen if you put like let's say Giannis with Curry and Clay or Giannis with Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, but uh, I'd like to see that one. What? I'd like to see Giannis exactly. I mean, that would be insane. It would be insane because we want to see these all-time great, talented players play together. I mean, yeah, it may like kind of make the predictions easier to be made for like who may win it all, but you never know. I mean, who would? I mean, we don't. There's people still skeptical about the Brooklyn Big Three. I mean, it's all-time great talent. And we just want to see what happens. I mean, there's still doubt that can be made of whether or not they are, they're not a guarantee to win the chip this year. But for sports specifically, and also for business overall, I think that loyalty is overrated in sports because rarely in sports or in business is are the employers or the organizations loyal to their employees or players. So why should the employees and players feel the need to stay loyal to the organization. Uh, They shouldn't. So I'm all for player mobility and leveraging to get a trade because it's loyalty in this business, specifically in sports, is highly overrated. Josh, I know you wanted to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, One thing that I get nervous for is... um, like obviously I agree with you on the aspect that players should be able to say, Hey, I'm not feeling this anymore. You guys aren't treating me right. I want to go. But then you also have where like, yes, James Harden did that. And when he, you have the issue where you might have players in the NFL that act like Harden, where he was so used to the Rockets just saying, yeah, like he wanted stars put around him. They put Dwight Howard, they put Chris Paul, they did whatever he wanted. Right. And then the one time he hears no, he lashes out like a toddler. You know what I mean? Like you might, that's the one possible downside I could see to like that happening in the NFL are these players who aren't used to hearing no from their organizations when the organizations don't 
do what they want, you could see that happen as well. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to like. Uh, these players should give the organization a chance to fix what they're asking to be fixed. If they don't give them a chance, then that's just wrong on their part. But if, they, if they've asked multiple times, like let's say Aaron Rodgers has asked multiple times, and the Packers go out and draft a QB in the first round in love, I mean, I think he has a right to be like, I'm done with this organization. Because what, what receivers have they really given Rodgers throughout the years besides like, he had Jordy Nelson... Uh, that's that's a lie. No, I, I take that back. They've given him some solid receivers, but I mean, they would never draft a wide receiver though in the first round. That's the thing they continue exactly. to got, get all these guys in the later rounds when they're right. Might not always pan out. Exactly. Exactly. But um, my my thing with this whole situation is, I think a lot of people always say that you know these players they want to get traded obviously because they want to win. Sometimes they they want to go somewhere they maybe they get paid more. Obviously they would want to be on a better team, but a lot of these players just want to be happy sometimes and be in a spot where they can be count like appreciated and counted on to deliver in the bigger moments. I think that's a big thing we're seeing with Aaron Rodgers right now. I just don't think the Packers appreciate him as much as, you know, that he has given that city one Super Bowl and they were counting on him to go on some sort of decline these past few years with the drafting, like Eric said, of Jordan Love in the first round. But I want to have some uh, predictions made here. Where do you guys think, first, we'll start with Aaron Rodgers. Where do you think he will end up, if if not staying with the Packers? Uh, Josh, you can go first. Um, I honestly don't really see them getting rid of him. Um, I, I guess if he keeps pushing at it, um, he, they will have to. But I honestly, unless he keeps pushing them to get rid of him, I don't see him leaving just because it's Aaron Rodgers, you know? Yeah. But I guess I'd, I could see him going to the Broncos, I think would be my number one, um, which would be crazy because then like the Broncos will have had um, Peyton Manning, Elway and Rodgers. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. But I definitely, I definitely could see him going to the Broncos. I think that would be my number one. Like if he was to leave, um, it would be the Broncos. An underrated one. I think he'll stay with the Packers. I think he's just. This is kind of his way. His his way of getting his way with the Packers. Underrated one. I think could be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Interesting. Okay. I mean, why why do you say that? Big Big Ben, he's done. I mean, I just they need to move on. He's this been would, done for a bit. They've been exactly, riding him out exactly. as long as they could. So and and they have they have a great defense. I mean, they went twelve and four this last year with Big Ben. I mean, just and insert Aaron Rodgers into that. The Steelers are one. Um, like you said, the Broncos are one. The Raiders could possibly an- be another team. Um. I was thinking that too. Uh, what I could see the Raiders. Oh, the Panthers too. The Panthers maybe. I don't know if they would trade in conference. It would yeah. be tough for them to trade. They're not trading in division. The no. Lions are ending up with uh, Aaron Rodgers, no. nor the Bears. Not a <laughs> um, no. <laughs> but maybe no, not the 49ers anymore. I think it could. I think it, the top two for me would be the Broncos and the Steelers. Okay. 
I like that. Yeah, I I do think Aaron Rodgers will end up staying like the staying with the Packers just because I think he's using all these rumors as leverage to maybe get something he wants. Not not that they could really add any other guys at this point because the draft and free agency and all that is over. But my next guy is where do you guys think Julio Jones is going to end up before the season? Eric, you start off with this one. Oh, let's. I'm looking at the teams right now. Um, I'm just going to go through each division afc east bills no dolphins i don't think they would pay up for that jet do you think i, I don't think the dolphins i don't think that. they need to patriots yeah. hell no they never pay up for uh skill positions <laughs> jets i don't think so josh i i don't think so either honestly right off the top of my head i wouldn't be too surprised if he wound up on the niners that's one team. The Niners, the Ravens, the Ravens could be a very big one. Just, I don't know. I, I guess, well, he could wind up there, but I don't know if he'd, like, I don't know if he'd want to, but uh, as you said earlier, he doesn't really have a say in that. The team has the say in that. Yeah. But also, I don't know. I wouldn't want to see him with Lamar. What about, what about the Titans? I was yes. just about to say that one. Yes, I think that, that would be that would be the best landing spot if he wound up with if he wound up on the Titans. Him, uh, AJ Brown, AJ Brown, and then Derek Henry. the King. Yeah, Derek. Oh, yeah. You got King Henry. That would be they would be easily Super Bowl contenders right there. It's a perfect fit in in my mind. Really, it definitely that is just makes perfect sense. I think. I mean, for me, I have the Colts as the like early. Way before preseason, I have the Colts uh, winning the division. But if the if the Titans got Julio Jones, Titans are going back to number one for me. Exactly, because also Tannehill's not like you, Jet. You know he was on the Dolphins. He was trash. Adam Gase sucks. Um, but now he's on the Titans. He had a solid year last year, and he really didn't have any crazy big tools. Like yeah, he had. Henry, who can catch, um, and he had AJ Brown, but AJ Brown isn't Julio Jones. Like he, if I think with his talent, with Tannehill's talent, if he had someone like Julio, I I think it's game over. I I think they're winning. What if, what if Julio? I mean, this this benefits the two people we've been talking about. What if Julio went to the Packers? Well, then I think Roger, if Rodgers, you know, is still on the team at that point and they bring on Julio Jones, I think it's a no-brainer for him Julio to stay. Jones, Devontae Adams? Oh, oh, my God. That would be insane. Julio. I don't think they'll do it, though. That's the thing. No. But, like, they do it to keep Rodgers. That's the thing. They please both of these players. I mean. It's possible. I don't think he's staying with the Falcons. I know that. I don't think. Yeah, I. No. I think Rodgers will wind up staying with the Packers, but I do not think. I don't think Julio or Watson are going to wind up staying. No. No. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. But um, before we move on to the questions, I have Eric and I both have questions for you, Josh. I want to just get a quick answer from both of you guys. Do you guys even think Deshaun Watson will will, will be playing in the NFL come the fall? Do you think? Um, are you like asking me like if he's gonna sit out? Like, is he? Is all these allegations oh. that have are, are these gonna affect his chances at playing? I I don't mm. know really. I mean, I haven't seen any new 
any. There's any, a lot of people out there that like are accusing him. There's there's what over twenty something women that have women, accused yeah. him. But has any so, anything happened recently? I haven't been keeping up with it. I, nothing like legally has happened, but I know like I saw Deshaun Watson post a video, but he didn't like release a statement saying like what's what's like going on. No, none of his lawyers re- released anything, but I personally think he will not be playing. Oh. But there's still a lot to be like said with all this legal stuff but yeah it's just if it do, if nothing really happens i would have to go with like legally he'll be able to play i don't he may sit out i mean if if the Texans don't tra- trade him i think he will sit out so i i think overall whether he sits out himself or isn't allowed to play i i don't think he's playing next season oh wow that's a big or hit Josh- for fantasy right there Oh yeah, <laughs> or at least he might play later in the season, but I don't see him starting out. Like I think if yeah. he gets like a suspension, it won't be a season long suspension. But I do think um, it would be maybe three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. All right, Josh, you ready to talk about some of your uh, favorite sports teams? <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> You can see I, it's, it's mostly mostly optimistic, honestly. Okay, that's for most good. Of my teams. That's good. But I know Eric has some questions prepared. I have some questions. So, mm-hmm. Eric, you want to kick us off with your first question for Josh? Yeah. Uh, first question, Josh. Uh, you want to go with the Mets or Jets first? Um, let's start low. Let's go with the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sim- simple one right here. What are your thoughts on the Zach Wilson draft pick? Okay. So, honestly. I personally would have taken Justin Fields over Zach Wilson, but I don't think he's a bad quarterback. Like he, I I remember seeing a couple of days someone called him. I think it was the Disney quarterback yes. or something like that yeah. on ESPN, right? Yeah. And honestly, it fits perfectly. Dude, like, yeah, pretty boy, join the team, and maybe we'll have this fairy tale ending where he pans out. <laughs> Um, but I, I don't see him, I don't know. I think, and I hate to say this because of some Bears fans I know, but, uh, <laughs> I do think Justin Fields will wind up panning out better. I hope he doesn't. For me the too. For sake also. Yeah, me too. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would have gone with Justin Fields, but I'm not, I'm not upset with it. Okay. I mean, yeah. obviously they needed a quarterback, so they. Exactly. I just but. think. It was kind of dumb taking him second overall. Like, if you wanted that, you could have got a little bit, had given someone the ability. But eh, that's not even true because I think any other team that had that second spot would not have picked Wilson. They would have picked Fields. Yeah. So, like, if you traded up, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you trade up, they get Fields, and then you just get Wilson later on. Like, I think they could have traded back a little, got some assets, and then still have been able to get Wilson. But it's too risky. So, I'm, I'm cool with it. Do you think uh, Wilson should start right away or sit for a little bit until the coaching staff feels that they're ready? Because right now, the only other QBs on the roster is James Morgan and Mike White, in which both me and Jed have talked about this. And we have joked about how these guys don't seem like real players due to their like computer-generated Madden, names. Madden characters. Yeah, Madden character sure. names. Yep. So <laughs> my thing is... I'm going to be very pissed off if they start him right away because it's going to be another Mark Sanchez sort of thing where 
I know whenever anyone hears his name, first thing that comes to your head is butt fumble and he was terrible. But honestly, he brought them to the conference finals in 2010 with a what was the record? I want to say it was 11 and five for like his second year in the league. Fifth overall pick. He wasn't that special, but he did well. They just overextended him way too much, way too early. Like I honestly liked Sanchez in the beginning, and I thought he had potential, but Rex Ryan and the rest of the Jets at the time, they just overextended him for a rookie that wasn't NFL ready. And I don't want to see that same thing happen to Wilson, so I don't care if we blow this season like we did last one, but I don't want him starting. It's going along with the, the quarterback theme we're talking about right now. Were you, like, how mad were you when the Jets lost on the opportunity of picking <laughs> number one overall and getting the chance to select Trevor Lawrence. See, I would have been more upset if I didn't have a, if I hadn't been expecting it already. I knew it was going to happen because we're the Jets. Like we don't do anything right. We can't even lose. Right. <laughs> like I still love my team, but it, it's been tough. Like I had them blocked on Instagram for the past two seasons. <laughs> I like that. I unblocked them with the Zach Wilson pick. Cause I was like, you know what? At least they didn't pick like someone that should have gone in like late first round. Like they that, picked I could an offensive lineman, and then like I wouldn't blame you to keep them blocked. Yep, exactly, exactly. They which they wound up doing later. They traded up for um, Vera Tucker, which I loved honestly. That's great. He's going to be really good. They yes. gave up forty three sacks last year. They're off the Jets' offensive line, and you can't get a rookie quarterback. And if they decide to start Wilson, who I don't think is NFL ready yet, but I think he will be soon. But if they decide, Hey, we need to start him this season. At least they look like they're somewhat trying to upgrade the offensive line. Jet, Eric, you, do you have any other questions about oh, the jets? Or? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I got time. <laughs> uh, do you trust the new coaching staff or are you worried? Uh, it could be another Adam Gates saga. Okay, I don't think anything will be as bad as that, so I'm optimistic. But just a little interesting fact here with the Jets. Since, like, they've had mediocre coaching forever. So, like, I I don't think it can get much worse than anything I've seen. Like, like Rex Ryan destroyed Mark Sanchez, in my opinion, and... He could have been a good coach, but he wound up being trash. And not trash, but not good. Like, he was not as good as anyone had hoped. Todd Bowles was kind of a reach. Um, he coached the Jets from 2015 to 18. But he hadn't had a head coaching job before that, I'm pretty sure. He was a defensive coordinator. And it was kind of a reach because we needed to upgrade our offense. Our defense was fine. Like that's the thing. The jets have had solid defenses for the past like decade. They just haven't done anything offensive wise. They've drafted like 70,000 quarterbacks in the first round that all wound up being trash. Um, and then we're coming off of Adam Gase. I think uh, Robert Sala is going to be solid. That's you good. think it hurts them, though, that he is a defensive-minded coach? And like you said, like their defense has been fine in recent years, and offense is what really needs help. I think right now, coming off of last season, the Jets just need someone that can run a team, and I think he can do that. Like If, if they had taken him during the Todd Bowles era, 
I would have said like, hey, maybe you should go for someone more offensive minded. But at this point, coming off of Adam Gase and all that, I I think he has a good enough mind to help the Jets somewhat, at least. Yeah, I think any of us could have been a better coach than Adam Gase, but that's uh, for yeah, another discussion. Anybody. Yeah. yeah. You you've dealt with Adam Gase also, so nightmare. Uh-huh. Josh, you want to move on to your uh your Mets now? Let's go. Jay, you got any questions for it? I well, just if you want to just give your confidence level with the Jets on a scale from one to ten, oh, ten yeah. being the most confident going into the season, how do you feel about for it? For the Jets? Yeah, for the Jets. Um for this upcoming season or for like just the this future? upcoming season. Ten being most confident? Yeah. Like a three. Okay. Yeah, like no, I, I, I understand because I idea. I don't think I like if you ask me for the next decade, I'd say probably around like a six or seven. Right. Um, but for next season, maybe even a two. I'm gonna go with a two. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just because just because they're either yeah. gonna start Zach Wilson and possibly destroy him, or we're starting who? Uh, who are they <laughs> <laughs> a random player number one and random player number two. James exactly. Morgan or Mike White? <laughs> yeah. We signed them for Madden, like you said. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, Eric, you want to start us off with some Mets talk? Yeah. Uh, Josh, how do you think the Mets season has gone so far, in your personal opinion? They're in first place. Yeah, first place in NL East. Uh, the Marlins can suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh over 500 win percentage so i'm i'm cool with that i love it um listen ever the mets in my lifetime the mets were never like a crap team you know like they were always that team that could be better but were just kind of like riding the line mm -hmm. until like 2015 world series against the royals which they lost 4-1 but like, besides that, they've never been a terrible team. They just kind of got screwed. They like, what sports team invests in a Ponzi scheme? <laughs> like, come on! They lost so much money to Bernie Madoff. They had to take out. I think it was like a sixty-five million dollar loan just to meet payroll. Oh man! Like they from there. Like I think looking back on that, they've done some terrible contract negotiations. Um, but now with Steve Cohen, like it's, it's going uphill. I'm excited. They've, they added Francisco Lindor, um, and Marcus Stroman and a bunch of other people. Like I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm satisfied right now with the Mets. Okay. Uh, speaking of Mr. Lindor, uh, what do you think of his performance right now? He is hitting a one 89 batting average, a 295 on base percentage, and a pitiful 277 slugging right now. I mean, do you regret the Mets trading for him and then paying him his massive contract? No. I I think I'll I'll be more upset with the next like two seasons if he keeps playing like this, but they've only played what 42 games this season. Yeah, roughly that. Like not even halfway done with the season. So like, look at, like, Jock Peterson, too. Like, solid player, but he always kind of starts off the season pretty rocky and then picks up later in the season. So, I'm upset 
that he hasn't performed like he should, especially because I drafted him in fantasy. <laughs> but um, I I don't think he'll keep playing like this. I mean, I, I haven't checked He's too fantasy. good to keep playing like this. I, I haven't checked fantasy in the past two months, ever since yeah, I drafted him. <laughs> Jay, you got questions? Well, Josh, are you concerned at all? I know a lot of MLB teams are dealing with a ton of injuries, but it seems like... It's a recurring theme for the Mets year after year. Are you concerned at all with what the Mets are doing, like strength and conditioning, athletic training wise, for the Mets? Um, yes and no, because like, look, Degrom gets injured frequently, right? But then he comes back and pitches insane, like every single time. So, I guess that's just one example. But I don't know. There haven't been injuries extreme enough where i would say the team isn't doing all they could you know but i definitely i I don't think it would hurt them to maybe look at their strength and conditioning and say hey like maybe let's switch it up a little figure something else out to make our players last longer throughout the season without having frequent injuries but i don't know i think the mess right now are just going through a huge period of like rebuilding with um Cohen so I'm I'm not too nervous all right ready you want to move on to the Knicks or do you have anything to add Eric Josh you got any uh bold predictions that you'd like to make that you think something could happen either in the middle of the season or at the end of the season for For the Mets for the Mets um honestly I don't because a lot of the stuff that's been going on with the Mets, I have not expected. Like, I did not expect Cohen to come in, first of all. Then second of all, I didn't expect him to come in and make all these changes that were going to be good. Because, like, that isn't a thing in New York, unless you're the Yankees. <sighs> um, but, like, I'm just excited to, like, ride this wave and hopefully see my Mets win a World Series within the next decade. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I don't have any bold predictions because I'm hoping nothing too bold happens. (laughs) Like I say, make smart decisions that you know will pan out. Kind of like Lindor, even though he's not doing well now, I think he's going to pan out. I think it was a smart decision. Okay, that's good. Jet, we're ready to get on to your trivia show. Yeah, ready? Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, it is trivia time here at the It's Game Time podcast. It's going to be Josh versus Eric. We got a combination of New York sports trivia and some random sports facts, and maybe I'll throw in a little bit of Eric's high school baseball career <laughs> at the end too. So, <laughs> but the first question I have, so this is how we're gonna do it. So, some of these questions are just say the name. It's gonna be either or two options, or it's gonna be multiple choice A, B, C, D, and then in, if it's a tie at the end, that question will be closest to the number answer that I have for you. So, All you guys right. ready to go? Yeah, uh, you, you're going to be keeping score, right? Uh, I'll be keeping score, and no one has to answer first or anything. You both can answer, and if you both get it right, you both get a point. Sound good? Awesome. All right, so question number one. The Giants and the Jets have played each other a total of 14 times. Who currently leads the all-time series? Josh, start us off. Giants. Eric, what do you think? Giants. That is correct. You both get a point. Good job. Question number two. The Yankees and Mets have played each other a total of 128 times. 
we both can agree that the Yankees have are leading that series right now, but is it over or under 20 games oh. that they lead the series by all time? Over. over. Eric, what do you think? I'm going under. It's actually over. Damn. Josh gets the point. He leads two to one right now. Gotta love having uh, <laughs> question I number faith three. Mets. <laughs> Julius Randle won this year's most improved award. How many other Nick players have been honored with this award before this? Is it A zero, B one, C three, or D five? Josh, what do you think? Whoa. I'm going to go with B1. I'll go with one also. Actually, the correct answer is A, zero. This was the first wow. player to win. That's what I was debating between. For the Knicks. I was surprised. It was, it was either that. one or zero. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, hell, they, they haven't been like this good since 2013. And before then, it was until my dad was our age. Yep. But that was that was a tricky one. I, I get the confusion. But we're going to move on to question number four. New York has the most sports championships with 61. Who has the second most? Is it A, Boston, B, Chicago, C, Detroit, or D, Los Angeles? Oh. Eric, you could start. Oh. oh, I was tempted to say Boston, but... Ah, uh, man. Uh, Can I ask a quick question? Yes. Does Boston include New England? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to go through it. L.A., L.A., L.A. Come and this on. is all NBA, MLB, NHL, MLS. Right. Um, I'm going to go with L.A. I think, hey, Josh, what do you think? I think the L.A. Kings were good um, Boston, Chicago, Detroit, or Los Angeles? I don't see how it could be Detroit or Chicago. I'm going to go... Damn sure not NFL that's helping them out. Okay, so... I think I'm going to go Boston. Yeah, I'm going Boston. The correct answer is Boston Damn with 40. It. How much does Josh, LA Josh, have? Josh So the reason I thought of it is because I know... Um, what's his name from the Celtics... Uh, way back, Bill Russell. Bill Russell has like over ten with the Celtics alone, and then sure. plus I know the Bruins have at least four, and the then Kings had a the lot. Red Sox. I thought the so LA Kings there. had a and lot, and then the Patriots. Right, exactly. How so do you Los know how Angeles much has thirty-one. Uh, they're in, they're in fourth. They're in fourth. Who's, who's in third? Who's third? Chicago, Chicago? has thirty-two. Really? Wow. Yes. How's it, where? Not the NFL. We got the we Black got Hawks. Well, the White Sox, the I mean, Cubs, yeah. the Bulls, and Black Hawks. Well, yeah, Black Hawks. Yeah. They were big for a while. That's yeah. That's what I was debating. I was like, I feel like hockey for the Black Hawks. They they got a few titles. I mean, the Cubs were dry, dried up for uh, over a hundred years. Yep. <laughs> so after four questions, Josh leads three to one. So three Eric, one. you got them catching up to you. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm so um, on to question number five. According to Forbes, who is the more valuable team, the Giants or the Jets? Giants. Josh? Go with your Jets. Um, I'm going with my Jets. Giants. It, it is the Giants. Yes. I, I thought so, but I figured I got to have some pride eventually. All right. <laughs> Three to two. Josh, Eric is coming back, but Come we're back. on to question number six. 
In the last 20 years, we have seen some great basketball players enter the NBA. Which player had the best rookie season on a points-per-game basis out of these four? Is it A, Ben Simmons, B, Blake Griffin, C, Chris Paul, or D, Luka Doncic? I'm going Ben Simmons. The best or worst? Best. Points-per-game basis. On a points-per-game basis. I'm going Luka. The correct answer is Blake Griffin, who averaged 22 and a half points his rookie season. What did? Who was second? Luca was second with 21.2. Oh my god! And Simmons was last with 15.8. Barely, oh. barely. Whoops. Okay, but still three to two. Josh is leading. On to question number seven. Tom Brady versus the Patriots is obviously the most anticipated matchup of this upcoming NFL season. Bill Belichick has only lost one time to one of his former QBs. Who was that QB? Is it A, Jimmy Garoppolo, B, Matt Castle, C, Drew Bledsoe, or D, Jacoby Brissett? Oh, oh. I don't, I don't even know if... I don't think Garoppolo's faced the Pats. Josh, you know? I'm thinking. Okay. I, I'll go... Uh, I'll go Jacoby Brissett. I think I feel like I saw that. I feel like I saw that. I was thinking the same thing, but in my head, I'm like, that makes no sense, you know? But that would make the most sense since it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it because that was the first one. Right when I heard it, I was like, I think it is him because I know it's nobody decent. It is actually True Bledsoe. Damn. Really? I, I put that Jacoby Brissett one in there because I thought the same thing. I thought I had watched it too, what but it actually heck? has never happened. What the yeah. heck? Yeah, he, so. Drew was, though, was like, I would have. I was thinking between Castle or Jacoby. Yeah, so, so Drew Bledsoe obviously was the starter until he got injured, and then Brady right. took over. And then Ble I don't know what team Bledsoe was on that he won this game, but he is the only quarterback to win against Bill Belichick. So we're still at 3-2. Wow. to two. Josh is ahead. Okay. We are on to question number eight. So just like every year, NBA players get fined for things like technical fouls, not cooperating with NBA rules, like LeBron should have got fined for going to that party, etc. <laughs> In total dollars, who has paid the most fines this season? Is it A, Draymond Green, B, Kyrie Irving, C, Marcus Smart, or D, Giannis? Kyrie. Oh, I'm going Kyrie. I'm going Kyrie. That is correct. It yes. is Kyrie. Both I mean, I've just heard too much coming from him. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I totally. I mean, I, I put Draymond in there just because, you know, we always see him, you know, yeah. getting all those texts and saying stuff after games. But yeah, good job for both of you. So now for this question, there's just two parts to it. There's the first part is just going to be asked just to Eric. And the second part is going to be asked just to Josh. You both can get you both can get two points for answering this question correct. Okay. 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 So, Josh, this one's for you. Eric, as you know, played high school baseball. What ranking did MaxPreps.org give his school for the 2018-2019 <laughs> season out of all the schools in his state? Okay. Is it over under a hundred? Over. That is incorrect. Under. It is under. They were the 74th ranked team in the state of Virginia. Yes. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Eric, this question is for you. What is Josh's favorite number? 
I don't even get options. <laughs> no, I, don't you get, don't like, get options. Over, I don't get an over under. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's, it's a two point question. I'm not going to give you choices. I didn't give Josh choices. You, you can't. You gave him an over under. I got like. I, the, I did give him I an got, over under. You want an over and under? I'll give you an over and under. Uh, give. Yeah, under, over, under. Is it reasonable? Over, <laughs> over under. I'll just, no, I'll give you choices. Is that fine? But you only get one point if you get it right then. That's fine. I'll tie it okay, up. Okay, so is it A, 14, B, 12, C, 6, or D, 10? It's 15, 12, 6, or 10. 14, 12, 6, or 10. 14, 12, 6, or 10. Joshy. This is to tie the game up. Joshy, Joshy boy. See, two. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the number 12. That is incorrect. The Damn. answer is 10. Uh. Congratulations, Josh. You are the winner of our trivia. We didn't even have Let's to get go, to the baby. tiebreaker because Eric can even get this last one right. Let's go. Oh, do you, man. you have a victory speech you want to say? Um, I'd like to. I'd like to thank my uh, family for giving me the opportunity to uh, watch sports throughout my life. Um, <laughs> that's all. This was a great show. Um, we appreciate you coming on to join us. We appreciate all your input about all your New York teams, and hopefully, you can come back again soon. Yeah, I would love that, and then maybe we could talk some Knicks, Eric. Oh, definitely tonight, baby Knicks tape. Yes, sir. At the end of the series, I'm coming back, and we're talking about it. Let's do it. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Eric, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Nope. I'm all, all right. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at it's game time underscore podcast. Interact with our post, like and comment. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time. Peace out, everybody. See ya.